0: Happy Tuesday, we're going to talk a little bit today about how we can increase that dollar per round number with a little thing that we like to call cross-selling and upselling. If you want to know how, stick around. Here's the intro. This is the Find the Green Podcast, with your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. Wow, it is hard to believe that it is the end of July. Thank you for tuning in today. We're going to talk a little bit about how you can increase your revenues, your dollars per round, through some cross-selling and upselling techniques that you can do right at the counter, things that you can do to increase sales in the shop, things that you can do to increase food and beverage sales, tournament participation, lessons. It's all a matter of listening to what your customer is truly saying and providing them an opportunity to participate Or grab that piece of equipment that they are truly asking for so let's get started we'll dive right in one of the biggest things that I always hear um, and and I'll start with it because it's such a, a sore point for most of the assistant golf professionals that I see out there that are having difficulty getting by on the $10 $11 an hour wage that they start with and they're just trying to find ways that they can increase their income stream. And they've been having a hard time trying to make it happen. And in the same right, I see directors of golf that just don't have time to to make those connections because they're so busy running thin in their staffing issues. And they end up spending most of their time filling in the gaps instead of talking to customers and making those connections that will definitely increase their amount that they can make. So let's start with that. So one of the first things that I always recommend is when somebody comes in after their round, just start up a conversation that you can find out a little bit more about the person. Now, most of the assistant professionals that I've talked to, they're like, oh, people will come in and, and I'm like, okay, well, that's cool, what do you say? And they say, have a great night. And I'm like, well, you just ended the conversation before you even had a chance to start it. Because by telling somebody have a good night, that is basically a sign off to them in their mind that says this person has no interest in talking to me at all. And believe it or not, when people come off the golf course, most of the time they want to talk to you about something. Whether it be the great putt that they made on 14 from 55 feet that broke five different ways, or they want to come in and say the most famous thing that I've ever heard is, yeah, I went out, I hit it okay, but I just kept three putting. Or... Uh, I hit my irons good, but my driver, I just kept hitting it out of bounds. I think I hit three or four out of bounds or, you know, I chili dipped four times or else I would have made pars on all of those holes. Well, guys, guess what? That is a wide open opportunity invitation all teed up for you to go. Really? You're having some issues with that chipping game? Well, Guess what? I have a short game clinic that I'm teaching on Saturday. It's only $15. And if you want to come out, I can definitely make sure that we can get you some drills that that won't happen anymore. I mean, there it is. There's a $15 sale. You do that twice a day. And by the end of the week, you've got 12 people showing up for your clinic. So you went from complaining about making 10 bucks an hour over 40 hours, which is 400 bucks, or you could get 12 people and let's add that up. That's a quick $180 right there. Almost half of your hourly salary just by making that conversation happen. So that's one of the biggest things out there is you have so many opportunities. To spin all of these conversations into different directions, you know, and I understand that when somebody comes in at the beginning of the round and they're walking in, you, you almost kind of need a little bit of a script. You don't really know everybody that's walking in that front door. So, you know, if you have somebody coming in and they're, they have time before their tea time because... You definitely want to make sure that you get them out to the golf course on time. But, you know, you have opportunities to say, hey, you know, the next time you come out, I noticed that you booked over the phone. The next time you come out, if you sign up online, we actually have some really great deals that could get you like a free sleeve of golf balls with your round or, you know, uh, some free range balls or maybe even like a hot dog and some chips part of one of the deals that we have going online. Well, you know what you've just done? You've given them a pathway to come back and become a frequent guest of your golf course. And like we talked about last week, one of the biggest things that you're looking for at a golf course is what is the lifetime value of a customer? Anytime that you can start to build a relationship and gain trust with them, you are going to have one step closer to getting them to become a lifetime member of your golf course. Now, whether that it means that they show up once a month or whether that means that they show up once a week or three times a week, it it just means that they're going to trust in you more and they're going to think higher of that golf course just because of the effort that you put in to get to know them as a person. And as much as we really like to say that golf is an activity, it is all related to the community that you are building as a golf professional out there at that facility. You are trying to build a group of people, multiple groups of people, that can come out and enjoy that facility and that's what will make you profitable. So. I've got a a couple other things just to kind of start off. Obviously, if you have somebody calling up, you know, you definitely want to have some sort of script taught to your staff to allow them to have a rough idea of what to say to somebody when they come up on the phone. So, So they call up and you say, thank you for calling XYZ Golf Course. This is Jason. How can I help you? And they're like, I'd like to set up a tea time on Saturday. Okay, well, would you be interested in setting that up for a straight tea time? Or would you like the meal deal? Well, there you go. You have already given them added value for making that phone call. Hey, meal deal, what's that? You mean I can come out for $4 more and get a hot dog, chips, and a Coke? Well, that sounds like a great idea. So now you've already upsold that person an extra 4 or $5 to be able to get that, that package that you just introduced. Very simple thing. It's just giving them that option. They might not have known that option was there until you literally just introduced it to them. In addition, you can tell in my voice that I am not saying, you need to buy this package right now. That's how it needs to be. You know, it's just offering them that solution to give them a chance to make that decision themselves, because when you offer somebody a choice, they are determining in their mind what is the best value for them. And just by giving them the opportunity to make that choice, they feel That they are getting the best value out of the options that were available to them so it's great to get into the habit of doing and just understanding that offering options allows them the ability to pick their value that they find most important to them okay moving on the next thing you know when we get to check in if they're coming in I hear this all the time and it, it really starts to sound almost robotic. And that's something that unfortunately it, it's a part of the script and it's something that people think in their mind. They're like, all right, okay. Your total is eight sixty-nine for the range balls that you got here. Do you want any extra tees, balls or gloves today? Um, you know, it, it's great to, to bring that up and, you know, it might be a good thing to kind of switch it up a little bit and do some featured items for the day or for the weekend or something. That way it doesn't seem so robotic and so impersonal. It can be something like, Hey, you know, this weekend we have a great deal going on the, the Titleist golf gloves over here. If you buy two of them, you get them for 10% off. Or, you know, these golf balls that we have, uh, The newest ones out, they go 50 yards farther. They've got a better dimple pattern than anybody else. They spin and stop like you're throwing a dart. It is the most amazing golf ball. Notice I didn't say any name of any brand there because 50 yards extra and stops on a dime. How awesome is that? Anyway, but the biggest thing that you want to do is always vary that up a little bit because for those people that come and play golf three, four times a week, and they hear that same dull script, they just kind of glaze over and you completely lose any chance of engaging with them to get them to actually buy something. So keep it fresh and you'll really start to see those numbers start to increase. Now, another thing that I always love to recommend is making sure that you promote different golf tournaments that you have coming up and you can do that through The beverage cart girls are probably one of the best ways to do it. And the reason why I say that is because almost everybody wants to stop and get something to drink and talk to them about something. And if you can train your beverage cart staff to talk about some upcoming events and how exciting that they are going to be and how fun that they had last year at it and stuff like that, you would be absolutely surprised at the amount of engagement that you'd be able to get in those events. So definitely make sure that you take advantage of all aspects of your staff when it comes to cross-selling. Just because somebody is out there cleaning golf carts doesn't mean that they don't have the ability to tell somebody that their golf glove is worn out and we've got a great deal on things in the shop. So make sure that you utilize every single staff member that you have to be able to cross-sell and upsell because it's it's amazing how one person can make a $10 sale 20 times a day and you multiply that by your 10 or 15 people that are doing it and next thing you know, your golf club is making 10 to $20,000 extra a week just because of all these small little suggestions that they're making. And like I said before, it is not a hard, you know, timeshare sales kind of situation where we're going to bark down your face and say, you need to buy this because only good golfers go out and play with this and you need to buy it. That's not what we do. What we do is we offer something that they may need. And if they don't need it, we don't push it on them. And if they do need it, they'll thank us for recommending it. So that's the last thing I'm going to say about staff doing cross selling and upselling. But there are other avenues in which you can do that same thing and utilizing your online tea time system to be able to upsell and cross sell or sell value so to speak can really give you the advantage when it comes to making sure that your rack rate price is something that is more towards the top of the mind of your customer and what they call that they call that an anchor price and what I mean by that is it's kind of the price that's anchored out there of what the value is expected to be it's like suggested retail when you go to someplace and you're like normally it's a $199 today it's on sale for $99 Well, in your mind, you've already thought, wow, that's like 50% off. That's amazing. So the more that you can keep your anchor price at or near your actual sales price and just add some small value things in cost perspective, then you're really going to start to see your average ticket price go up. And all of that cross-selling and upselling happens before they even get to the golf course. So you've already gained 5 to $10 a round just by maintaining that anchor price in your rack rate and giving them added bonus things like a free sleeve of golf balls or, you know, some range balls that go along with it. These are great little items that you can tag on to the tee time and be able to sell almost at full rack rate. For things that have minimal overall cost to you. So that's where I'm gonna end it today. Just really focus this week on trying to add value to your customers through cross selling and upselling, whether that means offering a way for them to chip better or keep their drives in the middle of the fairway by offering out some of your lesson packages or deals that you have for them after they come in with a pour round or something like that, or by adding value to the golf course, by selling more golf balls or gloves or getting them to participate in Dollar Beer Day. And, you know, Any of these different things can just increase their engagement at your facility and make them wanna come out for maybe an extra day. And like we said, Cross-selling and upselling increases dollars per round, but creating those relationships in those communities increase that lifetime value of the customer. So, I'm going to end it there. Have a great week, and I will see you. Well, I'll actually talk to you next Tuesday. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's find the green podcast with PGA master professional, Jason Rockhold. Hit subscribe now to get the latest find the green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week. Email your questions and comments to JRockhold at PGA.com or reach out on your favorite social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at find the green.